0: On this episode, Indy and I get a ton and I mean a ton of visitors. This is Gary Chuck, and this is episode 191 of the Ask Gary V Show. It is loaded on the show today. Uh huh. Uh huh. A whole bunch of peeps joining us on a very fun influencer entrepreneur show. Uh, one of the chapters in my book. First, Vayner Nation, thank you so much for keeping me company on my 11-hour trip to Sydney, Australia. Big ups to everybody down in Sydney. I had a lot of fun. Cleveland, you guys too. St. Louis, Boston, Atlanta. It's been a very busy week, ladies and gents. Sounds like it. India, we missed you. DRock, missed you too when you figured out how to miss your plane. (laughs) Um, That hurt. Stefan, great to see you. Nick, good to see you, man, over there. Uh, Why don't you guys first introduce yourselves and then India and I will start the show. Why don't we start with the ladies?
1: Awesome, my name is Sarah Dietschy, rhymes with peachy. I am a filmmaker, photographer, YouTuber, and professional interneter.
0: And how'd you get here? Because I think it's a great story. Yeah. So,
1: um, so basically I made a viral video around a filmmaker and YouTuber called Casey Neistat. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> he featured me in his vlog the next day after I made the video. And I knew I've been watching your stuff for about a year and the first person I emailed was Gary. <laughs> and the subject line was girl from Casey Neistat video. And so I was like, let's do this Scary. <laughs> Let's collab.
0: <laughs> Quick moving. Yeah. Awesome. It's great to have you here. So, what happened for everybody from the story? How many subscribers did you have? How much after the Casey show? So,
1: I went from four thousand subscribers to hundred thousand subscribers. Cool. Probably today. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm right at ninety-nine thousand right now.
0: Vayner so. Nation. Oh. Come on, Look so it up. get up.
1: Um, so That'll yeah. Be yep. In two weeks. Good for you. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Thank Where you. Where are you from? Uh, originally from Dallas, Texas, and I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Love it. Yep. All right. I am Lauren
2: Everitts. I'm from the Skinny Confidential. It's a blog and book and now a podcast and I'm really excited to be here. I've been a blogger for five years.
0: Awesome. Where do you live?
2: San Diego and LA. We kind of go both ways.
3: My name is Michael Bostic. I'm Lauren's better half, worse half? No, worse. (laughs) Um, Kind of the behind the scenes business half of her blog, which is crushing it. How did it start?
2: So I started while I was a bartender. I was teaching peer Bar. I was broke as a joke. And it um, was India. It was bad. Do you know how broke
0: you are when you're a joke, India? <laughs> really broke. broke. Really broke.
2: Started blogging, was a blogger for free for two years, just con- continued to create value and content, like you always say, and um, just love it. It's my passion, and I've been doing it ever since.
0: What was so your kind of what was the thing that kind of started? Like, what, did you have a break? Did you have, what was the first moment that you got an interesting bump?
2: Um, it's honestly, there's no epiphany, it's yep. like such a slow build, there's nothing where I woke. You don't up and say,
0: like, Oh my no, god, no, you had it. I mean, mm-hmm. you, had you had, had your it. month, you yeah. And by the way, I had Conan when when I went on Conan 07 as a YouTuber, that was unheard of. The entire internet was like, Whoa, right. like a YouTuber on television? It was like, a cra- I mean, it's <laughs> so I, crazy. I to think, <laughs> think to do something
3: like this, you kind of just like you said, she loves it, and uh. Slow build. Been a slow, there's never been like a moment she's been doing it every there, what, day. Where did
0: you start the? Where did like the content start living?
2: The content's on the blog, and that's my mothership. Yeah. And like the blog. Is Instagram a big thing for you? Instagram's big, but Instagram's fleeting, and everything that's just started to happen with it. Like in my opinion, like you're sad about the algorithm. Um, I'm not sad because I'm into Snapchat, so I don't care. Yeah, can I, can I cuss? No. Okay. (laughs) No, I don't really give a shit about that. I mean, I Snapchat is where like I'm focusing my attention. So Instagram, I'm just kind of like whatever. I mean, I still push that, but it's not my like favorite thing.
0: Right. And what
2: else? Um, what else? Well, we're doing a podcast. It's the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. We're getting a male perspective. We're talking one night stands. That's me. Awesome. His perspective's really rude. But
0: (laughs) his perspective (laughs) on one night stands is it's phenomenal. Oh, you saw it. No, but it's, it's every dude's answer to that question. <laughs> like, that's a pretty universal point of view.
2: So we're doing that. We're and yours was, you're down on that? I'm fine. I, I oh, want yeah. him to give advice to women. Instead of men, I feel like there's so many people
0: I there. see. You're giving advice to women. I'm
3: not. Yeah, that sounds funny. No, I think I'm just giving a male perspective on, like. so she'll get an audience, she'll submit questions. And I yes. don't think there's a lot of men responding in an authentic way.
0: Right. They're so bullshitting. They're, they're, bullshitting. Like, they're saying the Ferrari. You know, right. Stefan's always like, no, 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 I hate it because he's trying to be a gentleman, but deep down when everybody leaves, he tells D Rock he's like, I love it. My whole thing is like... Right. You mean that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just think there's a lot of bullshit guys on the internet right now and to have... No, no, no. good news. There's a
0: lot of bullshit guys, period. You're
2: right, you're right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you guys are bullshit. But he gives like it's a really...
0: <laughs> it's that guys are wired a certain way. It's just chemicals. You can't be mad at him. He's a hunter.
2: He is a hunter. But he needs to ring it in and start giving advice to these girls about India? hunters. India,
0: what do you think about all this? We should
2: uh, get into the show. <laughs> <laughs> show. Alright, so the show.
0: So what do we got, we have three questions and then you two are gonna ask a question, right? Okay, let's do it, India.
1: Jonathan asks, would you say there is such a thing as a viral formula to make things spread?
0: So my point of view on this is that, you know, it's funny, this is a good time, Stefan, I know you'll be editing. Link up the 60 uh, years, you know, six minutes for 60 years video. In the opening line of that video, I say that the video is gonna go viral. I don't think there's a formula for going viral. I really don't because if there was then there would be more people that could do it 40, 50, 100 times. I think there's concepts. There's concepts over here which is you goat or bait or get the attention of somebody who's got a humongous audience, you bring them value in some way or do something unique because everybody's doing that to KC and she clearly did something that was stronger, better, more interesting or just a moment in time. DRock was the thousandth person that emailed me and said, I want to make videos for you. At that moment I was ready, I was open for it. It works so it's a timing thing sometimes. So there's going after a big wig to put you on. What Dr. Dre did for Snoop. Right? It's a very common thing in the rap game. You give somebody a verse, it's a big song, they're a big artist, boom, the game changes. That happens in influencer marketing. There's what I did with the six minutes for 60 years. When I made that video, I knew that I was making it for 30 to 60 year old entrepreneurs so I targeted 30 to 60 year olds on Facebook who were also into Shark Tank and other entrepreneurial things which gave it the match to get it going. So I think Facebook ad targeting for video And I think influencer marketing, putting them on are two formulas that work. Ladies?
2: Um, I think going viral sometimes can actually hurt you. If you look at that guy, the Leave Britney Britney Alone guy, he's Mm -hmm. known as that forever. Personally, I would prefer to grow slowly, organically, authentically, raw, real, and really create content. And maybe that takes longer than going viral.
0: Well, let let me jump on this. And I think that's a tremendous point of view and something that I push hard. I will say this. I think that... It comes down to how good you are. Right. So, like, if Beyonce went viral at 16 off a of video, but she actually had the chops, like now we get to find out yeah. what kind of chops mm-hmm. she has. Right. So I've seen people go viral and stay because they're great. They have staying power. Sure. Yeah. I watched Jerome. I watched Rudy. I watched Nicholas. I watched the whole Vine movement, and I was very close to all the Britney for a lot. I watched all their. We picked Logan Paul to win a contest. That's how he got his career started Mm -hmm. in a contest we created here at VaynerMedia. Mm -hmm. So he went viral in that moment, but he had to have the skills to hold on to it. Right. So I think, look, tried and true, like at the end of the day, if you don't have the chops, if you don't have something to say, you're
1: dead. You're dead. I think Mm -hmm. it's important to have the backlog of stuff. So when you have that moment, people will stay for what you're creating. So it's like, great. So you you felt that.
0: You felt a lot of people saying, so you had the moment, Mm -hmm. and this is all very recent. Yeah. So this is. Two weeks ago. Right. So yeah. people came and they got to see all the stuff you did in the past. And they were exactly. like, wait a minute, you're good. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and so by the way, I, I
0: apologize to cut you off because no, I get yelled at for that. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not, I don't interview for a living. Uh, I bet you, I don't know this, I'm gonna actually text him and ask him, I bet you Casey probably even looked at that to make his decision for it to even have happened. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so I think it's super important to put yourself in a position where it's like, okay, you have the right context for maybe a viral video, but make sure, like, are you in a point in your career or life to where those people are gonna stay? Right. So.
2: Didn't you say, Didn't you have something that someone told you about running a multi-million dollar business? That you have to run a business like a multi-million dollar business even if you're not a multi-million mm-hmm. dollar? No, person? I had some
3: advice a long time ago. Like I, I, was, I was setting up a business uh, and the guy, I said, what do I do? Like, I have no idea. I'm just getting out of school. He says, set this business up. This is more had to do with accounting. He goes, set it up like it's a multi-million dollar business so that you're prepared for when it gets there. So do, so that, with there, yeah, mm-hmm. do exactly. that with so your YouTube. Like, do that with your, your social media presence. you think you're going to have presence. a million... Viewers, set
2: it up to go viral. Set it up
3: so that when you get those million viewers, yeah. they want to stand there like, yeah. "Wow, this yeah. is legit."
2: Like your content, you should be marketing like you're marketing to 10 million people. As
0: long as, as long as it's authentically true to you. Yes. I think the biggest mistake that people make is fake the funk, and I and I do it in a business context. You might have seen these characters back the guys being jerk offs. Like you have all these guys that are faking entrepreneur life like they're, they're winning but it's not true to them and so uh, when, I, when I hear what you guys are saying which is right advice, I just want to make sure everybody means that means as long as it's true. Yes. That means the behavior, not rolling like you did it or acting 100%. like you're already famous, yeah. exactly. India, keep us moving.
1: Nicole says, blogging since 2009. I know my target audience, I post regularly and promote on all social. Numbers won't budge. Thoughts?
2: My advice, personally, is to be to keep at it. Like, it, it's something that I literally do seven days a week. There is not one day that I've taken off in the last five years. You have to just crush it. You have to just keep.
0: Did you ever get pushed back to the word skinny? I mean, skinny is one of these new politically incorrect words, like three years ago, and it's. Wondered that too. You've wondered that? Yeah, Great. I wonder so that. I'm, an, I'm answering the questions. that are, You know, it's interesting. You, you've been doing this for a while. I think it's it's you're actually in a better place where I don't think the word's as controversial. But 24 months ago. There was heat, did you ever feel it?
2: All the time, but I like that. I like heat on me. I, the things I talk about on my blog are camel toes and boob jobs and vagina steaming and enemas. Like, I could go on and on. I talk about really controversial taboo subjects that no yes. one wants to deal with. So having the word skinny in the title is really fitting for the brand.
3: Understood. I mean, when you're talking about coconut lube, the word skinny just <laughs> Coconut fits oil right is in, amazing
2: just... for lube, though. It really is. I'm so, this
0: is a tremendous <laughs> show. I, mean, <laughs> I mean,
2: this is experiment. experiment. Everyone <laughs> go home and try it. You will not be sorry. So <laughs> it's I, your l- birthday, me, DRock. Uh, I think that um,
0: I think that there is one thing. I do think that there's the three, four years and then you have your moment. I mean, you look at it, it happens all the time in real life. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer's career has been going on for a decade. She's been like, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart was working at that shit for 15, like 12, 14, you know, and you have your moment. The problem is, one thing that I want people to know is it's not necessarily your numbers growing, it's how do you feel about it. Currently my Snapchat numbers are not growing. I've hit my kind of 30,000 views and I've been there for about a month. I feel fine with that because I feel like I'm getting better at it, I know what I want to do next, I know I've been studying on doing other things because the book has been coming out. Like I feel content with myself even though that's against the numbers. Too many people and this is I'm sure like something we all think about, you're gonna be thinking about it when you see the podcast numbers and you start this new venture. This market is absolutely way too deeply focused on numbers now, Nick and DeMondo, like, they're a platform, people buy on numbers, I get it. You make your short-term money on numbers. Short-term. You make your short-term, Not long that's right. You make your short-term money on, on numbers. So, I would say, who's the person again, India? Nicole, Nicole I would say if you feel like you're moving the needle then, and you feel like you're getting closer, if you can taste it, none of us can tell you, then you keep at it. If you're watching right now and you've been trying to build your brand for 24 months, 36 months, you felt completely stagnant. Both in the numbers, both in the heat. You don't get recognized, less selfies, no selfies, no mention, no friend even know you're doing it. If you feel stagnant, I actually compare this to wrestling. So stick with me. I don't know if, you, you know, I know you talk about coconut oil but I'm gonna talk about <laughs> WWF wrestling for a minute. When, when you look at gimmicks, right? Gimmicks is like when you're Mr. Perfect or the Red Rooster or what have you. There's a lot of wrestlers who have three or four gimmicks and then they become Stone Cold Steve Austin. And they've been four other things and it didn't take but the new thing works. Now the difference there is that's a character. I could have stopped doing the wine thing and started a Jets thing and I could be on ESPN right now. Whatever and then I did a business thing. I had three things that I could have probably done as me. Wine, business, and the Jets. Now I've done too, I may become a Jets a sports writer. If you have other interests, if you're doing a blog about root beer or about skateboarding but you're also into clothes or jam or rollerblading, if you feel very stagnant for two or three years your system and your thing might be right but your topic may be wrong to you. It may not be that moment in time. So, that's another version to think about this if you feel in your heart and numbers a 24 36 month stagnant because I do see people I mean I know people right now because I've been doing this since 06 who've been doing the same thing for seven, eight years and there's nothing that's talent. gonna happen. You
1: always and talk and about it's talent. It's real. real. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's real. And interaction. I think interaction <laughs> with
2: people. It, it, it is real. You have to have talent. If you don't have talent in this industry, I think you are going to get washed away. So you have to know who you are, like you said. like You have to remain authentic to yourself.
1: And if you think you have talent to be a blogger, then blog every day. How night.
0: long were you doing YouTube before this? moment?
1: I, w- I started YouTube in like 2012 and then yeah. I was consistent this past August. And so I think you have to made you?
0: What, what what happened in august that made you get really going
1: I, I was i was like i want to build a business someday and i know having an audience is valuable Got and it. so i just started with travel vlogs i yep. started i love filmmaking i love making videos yep. and so it it wasn't hard for me because i love doing it and i also think that interaction with people is so important you can look at the numbers all day but who who is like mentioning Tell you on you. twitter who is retweeting things? Who is favoriting things? And maybe Is Twitter an
0: important platform for you?
1: Yes. It has been so interactive. I only have about five thousand followers, but everyone is so interactive and every it's an awesome way to meet. Do you
0: interact with your YouTube comments?
1: Yes, okay. So Glad you asked that question because when I had 3,000 followers, I made it a habit to comment to every single comment. It's every single comment. It's hard to do it now.
0: It's so crazy it, to watch you I, guys spur up yeah. from all the theses that I wrote seven, eight years ago. It's so crazy.
2: Yeah, I know. Like it, crazy it, I read Crush at the, like, recently and I was like, holy shit, he predicted the future. Yeah. It is weird. Yeah. Yeah. It is weird. I'm telling you,
0: I read that influencer chapter
3: today in your new book and it's 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 refreshing to have somebody with such a loud voice say it because it's what we have been thinking and working on and saying for five six years now sure
2: tell them about what happened recently to me on a shoot because you'll appreciate well, this kind of goes
3: into like influencer marketing as well we a brand recently brought her on to offer her voice and yep. her perspective and it was it was a video thing four videos 30 seconds yep. they brought her in and they said hey you're going to stick to this script you're going to do this thing it had 15 people on set they completely got away from her voice and it was kind of like
2: What's the point? What's Why the do you want of? me? If but you're you not know, I got
3: a, I got fired voice? up about it because I said this brand's on its way out. It's, no, it's
2: on its way and out, it, and it made me
3: fired up for her because her brand's. I know,
2: I don't. So what do, happened? Did you do maybe, it? I, you do no, I did it. I did the script. I did what they said. But the point is, is they could have hired a model or an actress to just read it. They don't need a what blogger. I'll never do it again.
3: Her voice ever. and trying to get her audience. And if
2: they're not going to use my voice.
3: They had 15 people on there. We produced six of those videos in three hours with three of us.
2: They micromanage everything. I think brands need to let the influencer do what they do best.
1: Well, look what was Daily V. Like, it's literally D Rock and Gary V. Like oh, yeah. and it works, you know. It, you don't have five people following you around. The curated okay. thing's out. I think it's on its way.
2: It's so out. It's so done. It's well. The,
0: the bigger issue is that the people that follow you know that's not you. Yes. Exactly. And that's and that's why, and that's why there's tomorrow. no. That's right. And there's no money that they can pay you yep. that makes it worth it for you. Yeah. I mean, I had early deals for Wine Library TV before this was a real thing, and a car company wanted me to drive a car into Wine Library, <laughs> and it was so wild. It was so early days, and I was like. And it was a lot of money at the time, and I didn't do it because even then, back in 07, 08 I was just like, I just, it just, I think I'm gonna think people are gonna be like, forget it, like Gary sold out. That was so scary.
2: I don't. See it's so different a lot now. Brands. I so don't. Sh- it's a little know. bit
0: more accepted now,
3: but we refuse to sell ad space on the site. You go to the yeah. site, there's no. Now,
0: oh forget. You know. By the way, if I grew up during this time, I would have done it. Like back then, it was just so there was just not there was there was not a single video on YouTube that had a million views when I started. Hmm. Like it was just a like. I mean, this was 2006. How old were you in 2006? I was in sixth grade. Yeah, so like, you know what I mean? Like, it was a different world. India, keep us moving. It?
2: Hi Gary, I'm Piper Reese from Piper's Pix TV. And I'm here at the 2016 Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Awards Orange Carpet. So I've done over 700 interviews since I was seven years old. And I've also been pitching a scripted TV show concept. Eventually, I want to expand to an online TV network sort of thing, so I want your advice on how to monetize. Where do I go from here, and when can I interview you? Oh my God. That's amazing.
0: That's that amazing. is, so Piper, sure. I'll, I'll save you a ton of time. Let's do it ASAP. Tell me where you're at, get to New York, uh, call me. Um, actually, sorry, Piper, text me. Um, that was amazing. What do you guys think about that?
2: Um, I think that when she talks about how to monetize, I think a lot. the short game is to go for brands. The long-term game would be to be continue her hosting on YouTube, push it on her platforms, and maybe even grow it into, like, sort of a brand where she has a clothing line. I mean, she's adorable. She has red hair, which is different. She could yep. do something with that. Yep. So I think there's a way network. for her to monetize. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And, yeah, and I also think right now, you know, it's not about the ads, the pre-roll ads. It's about what are brands... Like who are the brands that want to work with you and that makes sense with your brand? Right. You know, if oh. you spot, you know, have Hoverboard sponsor a video, no one's going to care. But if you, if you really, sponsor really sponsored them all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so you know, find things yeah. that work with your brand and integrate it into your content. Don't you know? Whatever. I part. think
0: uh, I will definitely have you on the show. You'll interview me, and during that show, I'll give you much more detailed answers because it's really predicating your situation. I don't know the financial situation of your parents or your situation. There's so many things, like I hate giving general advice when there's an opportunity to give specific advice. So since we're gonna be hanging out, I'll go there. I think the longer you can wait, the more you will make if you've got the talent. And so, I think that's the real key. I think the other thing is, You know I noticed all the things you had there. If I were you I would aggressively start looking at Musical.ly, I don't know what you guys are doing with Musical.ly if either one of you are on it but I think that is the absolute platform of junior high right now and it seems like that would be a very smart place for you to go so I would continue to be first mover in new places because I think you're at such a young age where that could be a big, big, big advantage. Um, Supply and demand is differently on Musical.ly than it is on Snapchat, Instagram, or YouTube Um, so we'll have specific advice for you Piper very soon. That was cool. All right, now you guys, what do you got?
1: Okay, I was thinking of questions, and I pretty much know all of the answers that you would, yeah, say. So, <laughs> yeah, I've been watching your stuff for a year. So, a lot of I'll, I'll give you a question. A lot of people had was if they're trying to start a YouTube channel. Yes. In your opinion, yes. how do you break through all of the stuff that is on there right now?
0: I mean. We've talked about it, you know the answer. Talent is the variable. I really do think self-awareness, that's why I put it on the cover of this book, is super important. You know, I spent a lot of time, Like there was three things I could have started with and I went with wine because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to leave the wine business right away. I had a business to run and so it was the most kind of like integrated thing that I could do. So, you've got to think about your subject matter. It has to be true to you. All of us have multiple things that are true to us so I would sit down and first say what do I actually know? I know how to be a 13-year-old. I know the 13-year-old's point of view on technology. Then I would go to YouTube and I would see how many people are winning the 11 to 15 year old technology point of view content game. If there's nobody, I would say, and there's almost nobody, there's somebody for everything almost. But if there's not that many people or nobody really owning it, that's interesting. Versus, I also am a great skateboarder, oh crap, there's 97,000 people doing skateboarding. So first and foremost, I would look for the white space. Number two, I do think that YouTube's a very difficult game and I do think that... Whether it's Snapchat, though, that's about to become very difficult as well. I'm going to say it again: musically or anything else that pops. I think using other social networks' white space to drive awareness and attention matters. And then finally, I mean, we gave this question early on. I do think the blueprint of what you did with Casey, mm-hmm. or if you've got a couple of bucks and you can run ads against, you know, people that are skateboard fans on Facebook, there is tactical things that can speed up your process. I do think influencers are the way to go. I think Piper recalling it all the way back should absolutely spend all her, if she loves it, spend all her time going to every Instagram account, every YouTuber, every Twitter account and replying to people and saying, can I interview you? Can I? That's probably what she's doing yeah. if she's interviewed so many people and the truth is one more ask is one more at bat. So I
1: would see that. And something to that, all the things that I've of the stuff that I've done on my YouTube channel is about other people. And so, like series like Creative Space TV or anything, it's all about going to other people. You're siphoning people's audience. Exactly. And I'm leveraging other people's audience for me. And it's, I promote promote it.
0: By the way, and I haven't looked enough, but I'm going to make some assumptions here. Everybody does that. It's you have to be good at it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like,
0: you're, what you clearly have done is you brought value to. You know, when, when I put stuff out, and I rarely do it. It's because somebody sings a book review of mine and kills it. You know, like, like, it's somebody that has to bring value. Like, if you've got a big audience, everybody's trying to get to you, everybody's trying to siphon your fans and, you know, link bait you. It's can you bring value
2: to that community and to that person.
0: You
3: know it's funny, that's how she started. She started interviewing models, Instagram. Of course. My
2: whole platform has been not competing, collaborating. Yeah,
1: it's huge.
0: Of course, when you're starting from the bottom Mm -hmm. you absolutely either need money, you need an absolute unbelievable skill set of talent or you need to siphon awareness from other places but too many people want too many people like hit up people like hey you have a million followers on twitter can you give me a shout out
1: no what kind of value are you offering
0: that 100% and really not even like structuring like and not the email that says what can i do for you for you to do this for me it's just doing it and then like you didn't you didn't text Casey and say, hey, I'm gonna do this for you. Yeah. Like, you did it. Yeah,
1: And, you know, I had 4,000 people who really cared about me because I had built that relationship with my YouTube audience for years. And so, when at the end of the video, I was like, all right, guys, let's tweet this to Casey. Let's get it to yeah, him. Of course. You know, people were stoked about it.
0: Jace Norman, the Nickelodeon star, did the same thing to me. Like, all of a sudden, I just got on a plane and had like 7,000 tweets from the Norman Maniacs or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> all
2: right, uh, you question. Okay, my question is when did you decide to? To build and why your personal brand instead of focusing on other people's brands. So, like, how did you decide to just put all your eggs in this basket as opposed to kind of putting your eggs in a bunch of different baskets?
0: For me, it's because I'm actually a business operator. Like, I built a big wine retail and e commerce business before I became Gary Vee. I mean, don't forget, very different than you guys and most of people's tracks now. I was 30 years old and had built a business before I ever made my first video. I didn't grow up in this generation. Wow. If I did, I probably would have. I probably wouldn't. have, We'd probably be laughing right now and showing videos of baseball card kid Gary. You know, it's like a 15-year-old saying, "Buy the Frank Thomas rookie card." Like, like I just didn't grow up in that era. And so for me, I, I'm the reason I could build VaynerMedia, and the reason I don't, you know, just live off of being me. Like I always say, like I'm the CEO of VaynerMedia. I run businesses. I'm a venture capitalist who plays Gary Vee at times. Um, I like this, I like this. Like I think it's important, it brings opportunity, but it's uh, it's at the end of the day, in my purest form, I'm a businessman much more than I am a personality. And so what Vaynermedia did for me was it scales my marketing skill set to deploy against people or brands or my own brands. I want to buy brands in the future. So that's kind of my play on that. Love it. Yeah, I think I, I think for everybody, you need to really think about how you want to monetize this. Are you gonna deploy it against a product? Like, I had a deal from Target and CAA to do a wine glass that I probably would have made millions of dollars on. It would have been in every Target store, it would have been the big wine glass, it would have been the product this season. It didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I could vig the outcome. And let me break this down, this is gonna be the most valuable part of things. The place where you want to make your money is the place where you think you have the most control not where you can make the most money. That's
2: great and it's something
0: that I haven't really talked about so I'm glad, I feel like we got to something. We've kind of been because that on the blog. Yeah. Because
2: I, I, the this, blog I, can you like elaborate I'll keep on this? Going.
0: Okay. Books are an interesting place that I play in. It's one of the places I monetize because I can control it. I sell the books. Not HarperCollins, not Amazon, not Barnes and Nobles, me. I can dictate it. Doing a sponsorship deal with a wine glass Like At that point I wasn't big enough to feel that I was going to drive thousands if not tens of thousands of people into Target to buy it. Maybe a thousand, maybe three thousand but not enough for Target to care if that was the only people that bought it. So what you want to do is always set yourself up in a place where the outcome is impressive to whoever you collaborate with or the market, right? So like if you can sell your own music direct to consumer digitally and you get a million downloads and you did it, well now you have leverage. And so it's all, everything's about leverage and what happens is too many people take the short-term money and they, what happens is then there's a result. There's too many, for example, I, and I won't call them out because it's, I don't like negativity but there's 12 to 15 social media experts who get paid to speak and get paid to consult whose books sold two, three thousand copies. If you're so good at social media marketing then wouldn't, a, then wouldn't have you done that to sell your book? And so these conversations are happening behind the scenes, not publicly, I won't throw them out like other people but there's people not hiring them or they have them as a C-class citizen because they're like, well look at their book scan numbers. Like I sold over 100,000 copies of my book the first week. And that's a very big difference from people. And by the way, if I list some of the names of the people that I'm referring to, for a lot of people that follow social media they're like, oh yeah, Gary's kind of like that guy or that girl's kind of like Gary. No, we're not. Like they didn't build a hundred million dollar business. They didn't sell a hundred thousand. Like, and so for me, I have the audacity and bravado is because what I preach is also what I use to create results. You guys, I mean, look, you guys are living it, and you think I'm doing the right stuff. And I'm an old dude, right? Yeah, like, cool. I'm doing Snapchat that's right.
2: Funny. I'm doing vlog right. I it tells us
3: like our ship's in the right direction because I mean, there's a lot of people when we first started. They're like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, why are you taking these pictures?" Like.
2: Did it is cool it. that you're th- that you're this age and you know how to do social media. Listen,
0: it's a, you know, I'm almost dead. And, you know, like, I'm like <laughs> aren't
2: you the only social media expert that's ever been on the New York Times bestseller?
0: No. I'm no. sure I'm sure there's others. Um, and I don't really even like know what like where the line is of like social media expert or what have you. But look, I have real results. Like this book is I, we just found Oh, thank you. That's a good segue. But, guys, thank you so much. Just found out yesterday it's coming out in a week or two. You know, Askerville made the New York Times bestselling list. So it's like Four books that have done it, but way more. Thank you. That's a, like a weird like list where a lot of things are weighted. It's how many I sold, right? Like I had a great conversation with my uh, editor yesterday. I'm a free agent now, and I can go to any publisher, what have you. And I'm like, look, I'm like, I didn't get number one, which is what we wanted, right? I think it's number six on the list. I said, uh, she's like, oh, I, this is bullshit. She was like mad. She wanted to be higher because it's an algorithm, not just copies sold. I said, don't cry for me. I'm like, you're not giving me my next deal based on if I was number one or number six. You're giving me the next deal based on how many you were sold, right. right? You made three million dollars mm-hmm. in revenue, like, like, like that. You know, like that's what. Uh, so I think um, you have to know what your north star is. Mm-hmm. All right. Any question you like. This is a bunch of marketing people, business people, entrepreneurs. This would be a smart time to ask a question that you might get value from from Facebook and YouTube. Okay. You go first.
2: Okay. okay. Okay, where do you guys see Snapchat in the next two to three years?
1: Great question. Do you guys think Twitter is dead? Because I'm really liking it. Still.
0: <laughs> really good questions. Guys, thank you for being on the show. My thank man. Thank
1: you for having us. Thank, thank, you you for,
0: thank you for educating the women of America. You're welcome. <laughs> You're
1: welcome thing I'm He's, giving out three Ask Gary V books to find me on Twitter. Retweet I my pin love, tweet. I'm giving I out three right on hook. Snapchat. I'm giving out four.
0: <laughs> you keep asking questions, we will keep answering it.